Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. I'm Marshall. That's the boys. This is the Community Pub. Tonight, I'm drinking one of my favorites. It's from Stone Cloud Brewing Company. They're an Oklahoma City brewer. This is called Chug Norris. And you're right. If they're going to put a name like Norris on a beer, it better be Chug worthy. And for a uh, mosaic pale ale, it very is. Ooh. It's a, as they call it, a crushable beer bonanza. And it's delicious. It's a great hazy IPA that I enjoy. So... I saw it, haven't had it in a while, and I go, you know what? I'm all in. I'm grabbing it. So grab a little Chug Norris. And here's the interesting thing that uh, came out in the specialist group. And, you know, we're going to have some uh, some questions a little bit later coming out of the HyperClean specialist group on Facebook. And one of them that was asked recently, which is, it's a great question. Hey, do you all check the weather? And what app do you use? I think every single detailer probably checks the weather uh and so this is going to be interesting though so all right man guys what are you drinking and what app do you use i have always used the weather app i've tried some other ones a bug one i tried the the one on your phone like i have always just felt that the weather app is close enough now me and weather it's always been a disaster right just the way everybody is in every part of the country but the funniest thing for me and weather was when i had my car wash the local weatherman, we went to church together. His name is Dick Ferro. Now there's three main stations and Fox came. So there's four and he was in one of the top ones. And then two weather guys merged into this one channel. And so they control the territory and top weather, you know, guys, it's like his name was Dick, right? So you have to give him a hard time. It's like, Dick, what are you doing? Like I'd see him. I'd be like, damn it, Dick, you're killing me here like 20% chance of storms, man. Why don't you put 80% chance of sunshine? Like, I mean, I would yell stuff at him in the halls all the time. It was funny. Good old Dick. So, all right, Brandon, man, what are you sipping on tonight? And uh, what weather app do you use? Uh, tonight I'm drinking, it's something called uh, Shamrock Shake by McDonald's. It's got hint of <laughs> mint and so vanilla. Um, I try it sometimes. It's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> Also, um, when I check the weather, I like to just, I Google Syracuse, New York weather, and usually it gives me an hourly. So I like to go that way. So I could see hourly if it's raining or plan my day that way. Oh, so you just Google. Yeah. You don't use an app. You just Google it. I just Google it. Just Google it. Ballsy. Okay. Yeah. Ballsy, ballsy right? <laughs> right. Um, that's one way to do it. I mean, okay. I use the, uh, the, my weather app or no, excuse me, my radar app on my phone. It's free, does the job, and it seems to be pretty accurate. It updates every five minutes, gives me a, a week forecast. And so far, I mean, it's it's been great. Um, as for uh, my drink, La Gratona Tequila Blanco, mm. my favorite. And also- Well, you got a little tequila. lime in there? Oh, yeah. Oh. And Ooh. to eat, we got Ooh. a gyro plate. Sir. All right, drinking tequila on ice with a little lime, and then what's on the what's on the menu tonight? It's a gyro plate, so I got lamb and beef, like gyro meat, on top of some uh, some non, like little, basically nuggets of non. 
that some money, right? Is that some white sauce? Sprouts. Do what? Is that hey, that white Nick, sauce? Should, should we call Man. this cooking with Nick at Costco now? Hey, fight me. <laughs> I got the lamb at Costco. <laughs> yeah, that would now. be cool. I got the hoodie. I got the hoodie. What are you drinking, Derek? All right, so uh, let's hop over to Pig Daddy. Pig Daddy's doing right. a little bit of detailing, but he's trying to get his phone unmuted. Let's get it all unmuted there, Pig Daddy, and we'll find out. He's in his garage working away. I saw you working on the back door jam there a second ago, man. What kind of car you got in there? What are you sipping on tonight? Uh, 16 Nissan Rogue, and then I got a Space Camper Cosmic IPA picked up the gas station. Oh, good job, sir. Yeah, those good are job. pretty good. I like those. <laughs> Not too bad. And, uh, what was the question again? Uh, uh, oh, the weather, like, weather app. Yeah. I use the weather app, same as you or the other guys have said. And I've had problems with that as well. I mean, it's been spotty as well, different times. <laughs> going to rain, then it's not going to rain. Or like within 24 hours, maybe it's the best time to see. Yeah, yeah, definitely is. Definitely is. All right. All right, man. We we wish you all the best on the uh, the rogue there. What are you what are you doing on it? Uh, just a basic detail, interior, exterior, engine bay, stuff like that. Just for whatever the dealerships usually want on them, so. No coatings or nothing on this one. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I use I use the weather app as well. Um, I, I don't pay as much attention to it as I used to. Um, I kind of look at it the night before in detail if, if it's a mobile job and if it looks like rain or something. Um, a lot of times I'll, I'll either postpone it or I'll tell them, hey, I'll, I'll pick it up if you're comfortable with that. And I'll bring it back to the shop. If I do that for my convenience, I don't charge them a, a transportation fee or anything like that. Mm, Alex, coming in. Been a little bit, man. Good yeah, to see yeah. you, brother. <laughs> Good to be here, man. What are you sipping on? Oh, that sweet tea. The sweet Ooh, tea, huh? It's, it's invisible, Ooh. but. It's no nice. whiskey in that sweet tea? Yeah, you put, uh, you put whiskey I, in. Actually, I, I, could, I could grab some. <laughs> Legit, though. My, my girl's from West Tennessee, so. It's a real deal. Born and raised. Yeah. <laughs> so tonight, guys, I am, I don't know if I talked about it a few episodes ago, but there's this pack that's from Two Roads Brewing Company, and it's called the Mega Juice Pack. And they have Little Juice, Juicy, Too Juicy, and the other one's called Mega Juice. We ain't getting that one out. It's a 10%er, so. Uh, but I got the Little Juice and the, the Too Juicy tonight, but right now we're breaking into a Little Juice, but... As far as weather, I'm with a lot of these guys. I'm using the My Radar app. Uh, I paid the two dollars to get the little icon removed. I'm like, I love that app because there's been a couple situations where it said it wasn't going to rain. I pull my radar app and I go. For some reason, wherever where I go, that's where the storms come. And it's like I was in Jersey City one day, didn't rain back at my house, but where I was, I literally saw the clouds coming. And I looked at the guy going like, "Hey, it's about to rain." He goes, "No, it's not." I go, "Yeah, it is." And I packed up, poured right on. That's when I packed everything up. So I'm with My Radar. 100% of the time, but as mm. far as now, the main thing, um, I already told Marty about this, but uh, I, some of these pet peeves have been killing me on the road. I don't know about you guys, but oh, yeah, I've had some driving pet peeves, have you? Marty, I texted you 
the minute this happened this morning, and I just want to hear what you guys have to say about this. But so this morning on the way to work, and I'm sure this has happened to all of us. You're on the highway. You're going. You, you know where the lights are because you go a lot of times you go in the same spot every day. And the guy in front of you, you look, he's kind of swerving, going back and forth. You really can't get around him, and he's going slow. And I swear that this guy was driving as slow as he could to get to the next light just so he could finish doing whatever the hell he was doing inside of his car. And I could tell as soon as he got to the light, he then was picking all the stuff up, trying to get all the stuff together. And I literally wanted to have like an old banana or something in the back of my truck so I could pick it up, drive by this guy, and throw it at his window. So just smacks against the window and then he'll really have to drive so i was i don't know about you guys that really has been pissing me off lately. you're gonna like, mario yeah. kart him huh yeah people do that sh- i feel like they're doing this shit on purpose and i'm like come on I'm like i, I, I love the people i love the people that are pulling up to the stoplight and let me go ahead and say i'll be one of those people let me go ahead and include myself in it I'm one of those people that'll grab my phone and I'll stop like way earlier and just slowly start moving up. I will do that sometimes. Like I have to, I have been known to do that. I've had some, okay. So my low, my recent pet peeve was the guy. So, all right, I'm, I'm getting on to Memorial, which for us here is one of the main, main roads and I'm going to take a ride. All right. So I left the warehouse and, and I'm going to take a ride on this main street. I come up to the stop sign, right? I almost do the little Texas roll, but I don't. I check it. I, I see one car, and that's when I almost decided to roll. It was in the left lane, and I was going to go into the right lane because that's when I'm turning in. I almost did the Texas roll once I saw it was just one car and nobody in that right lane. But then it was a vet with a wrap. And I go, oh, and I pause for just a second. So I could take a look and admire the car for a bit, right? See the wrap, unique. And then I'm about to go ahead and release the brake as I see him moving over. No blinker, just moving over when I'm evidently starting to put my nose out. And I go, you idiot. Like, slam the brakes, right? And I go, wow. Like that is definitely, I, that's definitely, if I'm going to be the old man that's complaining about somebody not using their blinker, maybe, but it's the guy that's blink that's, that's moving over into the lane, not blinking. And I'm trying to take a ride into that lane. We almost collided and he almost made a big mistake. Brutal, brutal. Man, all these car, car talk about these pet peeves. I don't know about you guys, but every time something happens, it makes me think, oh, Derek was talking about that. Oh, that, that happened. <laughs> But <laughs> uh, my, my latest pet peeve is definitely weather because here in Syracuse, one week we could have rain, it could be 60, and then the next week we have ice and snow. And uh, I'm telling you, everyone just forgets how to drive. That's my pet peeve. <laughs> there could be a little bit of snow or a little bit of rain on the road, and everyone's going 20. They're all blocking all three lanes going 20, like pulling out in front of you, even though it's snowy. And you're going twice their speed. Just people forget how to drive. It's just funny to watch every year. Matt, have you ever like rolled up to a stop sign? Okay, there's a, here's a situation. It happened to me this morning on the way to work. I'm already running like a few minutes late, like just added insult to injury here. But I'm rolling up to a four way stop, truck on the left, just ancient like F 350 from like probably the 1860s or something. <laughs> and, uh, that's a long. <laughs> so I get 
I'm creeping up. He gets there first. I stop. And he waves me on. And I'm like, right of way. So I'm like, you have the right of way. I wave his ass on and he goes. And this is a twisty road, back road, two lane, over a mountain that I really like to go kind of fast on. And this dude takes about a quarter mile to get to 25 miles an hour. And it's a 45. Like, dude, come on. I know your truck can handle this road, but at least go the speed limit. And eventually he gets it up and just hovers right at the speed limit the whole time, the whole route. I don't know. It's just, it's, maybe it's him being in a giant truck and um, me being in a small car, but whatever. I don't know. Okay. What do you think, that Big would, Daddy? I, I'm with you. Big Daddy's cleaning a car. We'll hop over to Alex. Oh. Alex, what's your uh, what's your local pet peeve right now? Um, right now it's probably people that that try to merge before their merge lane ends. So like, if, like today I, I, I drove past the exit. I normally take to the shop because I was going to stop and get coffee. And as soon as I got past the exit, I realized there was, there was traffic backed up from accidents. And there's one spot where, where an on-ramp is two lanes that merges onto the main highway onto 95 and everybody wants to get over as, as soon as there's no barrier anymore, everybody wants to shoot across the solid white lines and squeeze in wherever they can get in. And it just aggravates me. And then on my way home, there's a, a highway that comes to an end at a red light. And there's a there's like a, a little offshoot that you can use to take a right into parking lots. So people will try to shoot up that to get ahead of the traffic to get up to the lights. So usually I stay in the in the right lane and then I wait until somebody gets right up to me. And then I'll decide I need to pull over real quick to check something. <laughs> mm, that's hilarious i like it i like it that's <laughs> funny though real quick on the, on the weather thing dude it's, it's so funny being from new england everybody's always posting memes about oh hold my coffee watch this like they can drive but it's the same shit here as soon as we get a, a dusting of snow nobody knows how to drive anymore <laughs> it's funny isn't it Yep. Yeah, I think I think everybody in every I mean, that's what's great about weather. That's what's funny about talking about weather. We we say the same thing here, right? We absolutely do. And that's we would go. Why in the world would people up there not know how to drive? You guys got so much snow. It's always snowing, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's not, this year, we didn't we didn't get much. We've only had two little storms. Um, it's the first year California had more snow than you. What's that? Oh, my God. Did you see the <laughs> first year California had more snow than you. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Isn't it crazy? Was just, we just had snow the other day. We we probably only got like four inches or so where I am, and then we had a couple months ago we had three inches. It's, it's My buddy sent me a picture from Yosemite. I think some spots got like uh, fifteen feet of snow. That's insane. And there was pictures of houses where you could just see the roof and maybe the chimney, and that was it. And the picture of the doors, it was like you couldn't even leave the house. Well, dude, what like, the hell? Just a little west of here in like Buffalo, New York, man, they get insane snow because they get the lake effect stuff. Yeah. yeah. Brandon, right. you see any of that stuff or no? Oh, yeah. It's near us, uh, especially my family lives in Oswego. It's on the other side of the lake, so they get hit just as bad. But um, yeah, you know, Elon Musk and cooking with Nick had to ruin it because we started to be the new Florida. We weren't getting much snow, and now electric cars are coming out. So now we're gonna get all the snow again. Sucks. We're taking over. <laughs> you can't stop me. You gotta keep burning that ozone so we can be the new Florida. Be nice. <laughs> 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 
no. <laughs> I like the cold sometimes. We got a little snowy in the night. So I gotta buy a Hummer. All right, so we got a couple questions inside the hyperclean specialist group. Let's chat those up real quick. All right, uh Brandon, I, let's let's have you tackle this one. Christopher has a customer that he had just put hyperclean dose on, and he's down in Florida traveling and he got some overspray on. Well, what would you recommend somebody that's traveling? They just got a coating put on, or maybe they had it on, you know, over the past year or something, right? Like, how would you recommend now dose is working? Cause they said that this guy was able to just wipe it right off. But, uh, what would you recommend if somebody sees overspray and they got a coating or over, you know, how would you recommend if we're traveling to go take care of it? I would definitely recommend to go least aggressive first because we all know when you tell a customer to do something that you're used to doing, it could cause a big issue. So I would definitely recommend the customer to go to a touchless wash first, see what comes off, and then you can even wipe it down after with like a waterless wash, something like Eco One or something with a lot of lubricity and get it all wiped off. Whatever doesn't come off, then you could probably use something like an alcohol and water mixture, like an IPA. And, and wipe some of that off too. Because with a coating, I don't think you're going to need any acetone or paint thinner. It should come right off. Yeah, agreed. All right, Vic had a great question. And it was one that, well, I had to tackle recently because as those of you remember, uh, my wife decided to spill gasoline in the back trunk of her car. So we had a question from Vic asking because he had a customer that spilled, quote unquote, a gallon of gasoline. That's a gallon. It's not just part of a gallon. That's a full gallon of gas. Wanting to know how to get that out. First of all, if you get just a little bit of gas in your car, uh, whatever that gas got on, you most likely are going to need to pull it up. It's extremely difficult. You might, if it, if it's in a seat that's not leather, that's going to be extremely difficult. You're going to really need to get that removed and then that that heavy power washing. But golly, that's going to be tough getting it out of that boom if it's on the carpet alex i think you had recommended on uh this comment that right like you should just go ahead and pull up the carpet right if it fits on the carpet you're going to recommend you get gas on it just get it yanked up yeah absolutely that's that's the route i would take yeah it, it's so difficult to get gas out of a car uh it takes a long time a lot of air a lot i mean it's just i know it's not probably cost effective to uh to completely pull up and remove carpet and put down new carpet. But at this point, that's probably your best bet. Not just changing out a cabin air filter, right? <laughs> no. can, can I touch uh, on that real quick? No, you can't. You can really go ahead and get after it though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I, I feel like it's, especially in detailing, everybody's looking for the budget option. When the reality is a lot of times repairing something is not cheap. You bring a car to a mechanic, it's expensive to fix. Um, like I have a, a Porsche 911 in right now, and it went from a detail and a, and a coating to I found some water damage. So I'm trying to I'm trying to locate the leak in the in the soft top. Um, one section there's three sections of um, like like a seal that go around the top edge of the window. One small section. There's three on each side. Is six hundred and fifty dollars just for the part. Oh, sometimes the proper way to fix something, it, it, it's expensive. Sometimes mistakes we make, like spilling a gallon of gasoline in our car, 
is expense of the picks. Yeah, so true. So true. All right. So Christian, uh, he asked, just got my van vinyl wrapped. Can I put dose on it? Derek, you've used quite a bit of dose and you've wrapped and I mean, you've put it on wrapped vehicles. How would you recommend he use dose on a wrapped vehicle? So I have done a gloss wraps, matte wraps, uh, stickers, vinyl stickers, a ton of this stuff. And if you're going to do dose and anything, the biggest thing I tell most people is to apply it uh, a little bit heavier because um, the wrap's going to probably absorb a lot of the, um, the actual coating. Uh, the other thing I tell people is do not get a high spot, <laughs> like, uh, on, especially on a matte wrap. Do not, like, you you kind of have to be real conscious, of, especially if it's like a matte wrap, like where it's you're, you're actually applying it so that you don't miss a spot because if you do miss a spot, you're going to see it right away because the coating kind of darkens the finish. But like on a, if they has a wrap vehicle, it's got his logo and stuff on there. And it's like a gloss uh, wrap. You just have to make sure he applies it real heavy and it's just say hydrophobic. And then some of the gloss wraps I've done where people have like, you know, done the color changes to their vehicles. It just makes it hydrophobic and it seems to last pretty good. You just got to put it on heavy. All right. So Kiva asked, and this is a great question. And it really is ironic. Nick and I have joked about this. Mr. Walters, Nick. Uh, joked about, well, years ago, years ago, that's all you did was these nasty wholesale type cars. I know Pig Daddy, you talked about, uh, you know, working with some dealerships. Brandon, I know you've worked with some dealerships. No offense, Nick and Wes, who are on here. You know, it's it's not necessarily dealerships always have nasty cars, but we all know that dealerships do have a lot of nasty cars that get in with the trade-in. And so, you know, Nick and I used to do quite a bit of those and it seems like, and this is the funny part as we were talking about it, is it seems like some of the most popular things now, whether it's TikTok to YouTube to TV is, is these big transformations, right? And it's usually these nasty old cars. And so what was interesting about his question was, do you wear gloves when you're cleaning dirty cars and it's like okay great you know this is an interesting question because but i mean the answer is going to be yes right so it's not like we can go around the room and everybody you know yell out yes right like if you got a dirty car you should wear gloves and then some people will say if you got a car let's not even talk about if it's dirty or clean if you're cleaning anything you should wear gloves but that's been a progression over a period of time so i was curious about you guys as you have gone through and, you know, Pig Daddy, I know you just started and I know there's a little bit of time tested with everybody, but as you guys have progressed through your detailing, what have you changed as far as your personal protection or the way you handle things or something that you've done that's you've progressed through? For instance, I mean, the gloves is a thing. It's no doubt. I mean, that's that's what Nick and I were talking about. Walters is we didn't used to wear gloves nobody wore gloves. Now I, I try and put on gloves every time I, I remember, uh, I try and be careful, which is what I've talked about with the tornador and having it where it aerates it. I'm really cautious now about what I breathe. I, I know my lungs are different than the way they used to be. I know. And this is what's funny is I'll have to send stuff up to Nick because I know I don't, I mean, well, I've, we proved it. My nose doesn't work the way it used to. Like I just don't smell near as much as I used to. So a lot of times when we're getting into fragrances and stuff, I've got to send it up to him, let him put his nose on it uh, or else I'm going to overdo it because I just don't smell like I used to. 
So what about you guys? Uh, what, what's been something that's changed that you've put, maybe you've changed or something's forced you to change. I definitely like you, like you said, getting older, I definitely need to protect myself more and I still don't. So I need to get on that train. I don't wear gloves. I use and use acetone a lot at the dealerships when I'm doing touch up work and stuff. And it's on my hands all the time. I got to get better at that, Marty. Um, definitely going to work on that. So I haven't really changed much as protection. Man, I'm in the same boat, man. Like at the time, you know, at the dealership I'm working at, you know, the store I'm working at, um, usually I'm only in contact with chemicals for a very short amount of time. Um, I'm not working on cars for several hours a day, given my role. Um, but a lot of times I am handling solvents like acetone and things like that, alcohol, um, degreasers. Um, and if I'm going to be working on a car, you know, for a little bit, 100%, I'm at least wearing gloves, um, be it at work or at home. Um, and if I'm going to be using something that's really smelly or is heavily solvent-based, like or it's heavily solvent-based and atomizes a lot, um, like certain degreasers, um, definitely, I'm going to put like a, a little mask on or, or something, you know, to prevent um, me from inhaling that and coughing like a smoker for 20 minutes after that. But the older I get, the more cautious I am of it as um, there is a, a um, correlation between solvent contact and um, Parkinson's. So I'm going to be really careful as I get older, um, what I'm in contact with and how I'm exposed to it, how much it, it's getting absorbed into my skin, through my lungs, you know, so on and so forth. Um, but yeah. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that. What? Parkinson's yeah. and solvents? Yeah. Solvents um, and degreasers are, apparently are a, um, a, a correlation. We recently did a, um, a study, like a, like a quiz, or my mom sent it to me. Um, she said, because uh, my grandmother had Parkinson's and passed away from it, like, about a year ago now and um of course my mom was all like studying trying to prevent herself from getting parkinson's and all that as, as you would expect but um one of the top questions was are you commonly exposed to solvents and degreasers and i was like well yeah every day um so apparently that's that's a thing yeah that is interesting i'm screwed yeah, I was gonna say I'm definitely screwed. I'm doomed. I feel like I need to raise my prices all of a sudden. <laughs> That's a good point. Bodily harm. Oh man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For the most part, yeah, I usually wear gloves whenever I detail. I've also been in the field where I wear gloves or safety glasses on mechanic stuff, but wear it on detail just to keep the chemicals off my hands, stuff like that. I did want to chime in on a Brandon's deal with the uh, dose application on the vinyl. Is that similar to like the matte finish on your paint? Like those bikes have the matte or denim style paint? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've done, I did one of them. I think a guy had a Harley um, and had a, he had wrapped the, the gas tank like a matte color. And um, the, the usually the first thing I tell most customers is like, hey, it's going to like, darken the finish a little bit and most people are like oh really because they like they like that dark appearance to it um but I, I i do it on a small spot just to show them and then they're usually cool with it but um the craziest one i've seen i i didn't do the car but i had somebody ask me about uh it was an f-150 lightning that the guy had the whole car was wrapped matte black the whole truck 
Oh, it looked crazy. And I was trying to explain, but I'm like, yeah, it's, it, but I know they sell like matte specific coatings, but I'm like, bro, it doesn't really make much of a difference. Like, it's, it's mm. either they're all the same. Like, you apply it, it's going to darken the finish, should be good to go. Just apply it heavy, don't miss spots with your seal. So it's usually not a problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a Harley myself with that matte or denim black. And it kind of, yeah, kind of took away some of the spots that you can never get rid of and made it look sure. pretty good. Doesn't give it the shine yeah. like they were afraid of getting from it. I did a, a matte um, Jeep uh, Grand uh, Jeep Wrangler. I think I said it to Marty that was like that. It was like a matte green. And it's same thing. The guy came out and was like, damn, it looks like rich. Like, it looked really good. Mm-hmm. I, I love what coatings do to, to matte finishes. I, I have I have my mobile van wrapped in a, a satin charcoal metallic. Um, oh wow! I coated. I actually I only coated half of the hood um, with dose about two years ago. So that <laughs> adds like a sheen to it, but it, I, I like the look of it. That's pretty cool, man. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, and then with those denim black Harleys, that's that's a really good bike to upsell to a coating on. Um, because if you look, if you're in any of the Harley groups, there's constantly people asking, how do I get this stain out of this? How do I clean this with that? So if, if you can get people in before they end up staining it and, and get them coated, that's, it's a pretty easy sale. Oh yeah. So what are you, Alex? I'm curious. Uh, good, good question. Uh, pig daddy. Good question. I like it. Uh, but Alex, I'm curious, what have you adapted? Have you adapted something as you progressed in your career? Um, as, as far as, as, uh, protecting yourself like have, yeah you put something on differently i mean listen you probably used to wear a lot of protection back in the day with all those no, customers no used to tell stories about but knee pads didn't get brought up Derek. hey hey hold on <laughs> <laughs> um no, I've, I've always worn gloves from the beginning um there was a brief time when i was doing a lot of metal polishing that i i actually bought like a 150 dollar respirator and i wore that for I don't know, maybe three hours out of a job and it's been sitting on the shelf since. So I, I should, especially jobs like that, I, sh I should do better. Um, I don't know, I get the coughs when I use wheel acid every once in a while. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, Alex took my thunder, but I was going to say definitely knee pads. Uh, but besides knee pads, I try to sit as much as I can as far as when it comes to either polishing or even doing interiors, which I, I don't know if this is a faux pas, but like I tried, especially if a car, like if you do a car, like, you know, a regular consumer, not like nothing high end, but like I'll sit in the door sill sometimes, especially if it has like a plastic to sit there and clean like the dash or something like that, rather than sitting on, or if you can, like, like this might sound crazy, but I'll sit in the driver's seat to clean the steering wheel and stuff where like I'm, physically sitting down and doing the work and then not doing a lot of heavy reaching. Oh yeah. Um, I, I do that for sure. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just, I think, I think one thing I, I plan on doing is I, I need to get a lift here soon. I've been putting it off. Um, but I, I need to bring the cars up to my level more. I think that'll be, that'll be good for my back. We did a, I was at a shop and they had one of the quick jack uh, lifts and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> so he literally, we could either, we had those little rolling chairs and I'm sitting there just like casually polishing the bottom rocker panels and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, this is nice. Like um, some of the lower cars I've done, yeah, was like the land your back, like sideways to sit there and try to actually do like the parts. And I'm like, damn, if I had this thing was up a little bit higher, it wouldn't be as problem. But um, 
I, I'm Marty. I'm like you. I do notice. Um, I can't from my smell. Same thing. I can't. It's like some of the degreasers and stuff we've been in. And if I detail with anyone else who's never been around a lot of the chemicals, they're like, oh, like especially some of the alkaline stuff. They're like, oh god. And I'm just like, no, man. They're like, it's it's. What, what are you talking about? It's fine. I like. We were using the APC, and she's like <laughs> the whole time. And I'm just like breathing it in. But uh, ever since I'm using a Torador more, if I do a car that's got if it's really dirty, I'm putting a mask on because uh, there's been a couple of cars where, like, I had a lady not tell me that she had spilled milk in a car, and I sprayed our pre-treated the carpets, and I blew it out, and all of it blew up in my face, and I literally was, like, coughing, and I was like, that's it, so I went in the house, put a mask on, and then I was fine the rest of the time, but I was just like, that's that was the last car that I let that happen. As soon as you tell me there's mold or something in that car, like, we're getting masked up, I don't care, like, I ain't trying to breathe this stuff in, because I felt like crap. For the next like two days, like right here in my chest, and I'm like, oh god, I think I'm getting sick. And no, it was just breathing that stuff in all day. Yeah, I'll kind of key in on on the degreasers and wheel acids. I guess it was <laughs> around 2010 or 12. Um, I found myself using wheel acid just way too often, even when the car didn't need it. Um, and you know, it only it only takes a couple of times where you have a day or two of coughs after using stuff like that where you're like man i need to to do something <laughs> so I, I would you know wear like a some kind of you know bandana or some kind of like neck gaiter or something like that just to keep the droplets from you know inhaling that stuff um, especially with a lot of old school degreasers that when you spray them they just atomize everywhere and you end up breathing in that super high alkaline chemical Wait, so man. just it's kind of lessons learned with that stuff. Um, yeah. And also just my just my hands, my hands dry out really easy. So uh, I found myself using gloves every time, not when I wash a car, because, you know, you stick your hand in the bucket or whatever and it gets down in your glove and it gets wet. But for, for the wheels and the wheel well portion, I try to use a use some gloves just to, you know. Just to protect myself against that, I try to go keep by the, hands you know, if it, yeah, <laughs> keep my so I don't melt off my nail polish. But um, oh god, if, you don't uh, have condom mitts, like you're supposed <laughs> to like roll by your the little individual finger <laughs> ones. Yeah. Oh no, no. <laughs> finger cuts. <laughs> now uh, does yeah. Go ahead. Darren. Does anyone? Oh, does anyone uh, wear masks while they're polishing? Um, I know that was like a no. thing on some of the YouTubers were doing that, where they would, they would, oh, we're gonna go polish this car. I, I didn't want to say his name, but yes, so like he literally is like, we're gonna uh, polish this car, and then like this, it jumps, yeah, and he's yeah. got like the full on charcoal mask, and I'm just yeah. like, uh, I'm like, my car. I'm not wearing a mask though. Well, I, I mean, I've most of the time I'm not either. I'm in someone's garage where it is pretty well ventilated. I usually keep the door open. Like, oh, we got customers open. Close the door. I'm like, no, no, no. Let's keep the door open. Like, it's not that bad. Like, I don't want to. But I'm not like smelling my pads afterwards and stuff. I'm usually like up over here I'm doing the car stuff. That. But I mean, I oh, Nick, I, I've definitely done it too. But um, I just never. I've never seen like I've never gone to a shop like, and I've been to a bunch of shops and seen someone like polishing a car they got the full-on like mask on. i've definitely done it for some interiors but not for polish well after there are what some things Boone said uh you're gonna see me on facebook all over the place <laughs> with a hazmat suit on yeah <laughs> 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 hazmat suit detail. 
Well, as long as we don't see, keep seeing you dance, that's all that matters. <laughs> oh, no, that was a good video. No, 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 no that was a good video. I'm there probably going to start wearing, make... like, go ahead, Wes. I was going to say, there are some things that make logical sense. And there are some things that people do for social media so that people think that they're doing something special. You're not doing anything special. I'm, I'm probably going to start like wearing like a, a small mask or something or like a net gator um, when I blow out my pads. You guys know I like to blow out my pads and stuff, and it creates a lot of dust. Um, despite the fact I'm in a, a relatively safe area of the shop away from cars, like that dust it, that gets blown out of pads is fine and it gets everywhere in the air it'll travel a long way and it's going in your lungs too it might it's not my lungs two seconds but like if you're gonna blow out the pads it, it, it's not a bad idea to wear like some kind of face covering even pulling your shirt up over your nose will make a difference in the long run and i gotta get better at that i'm, I'm probably not gonna get to the point where i'm gonna wear a, a full respirator when my machine's on the paint but like when I'm blowing it out, I should probably be better about at least covering my breathing orifices. Oh. <laughs> hey, speaking of dancing, uh, listen, Wes, I thought it was hilarious. I'm with you, man. When I heard Derek's first part of the video using the tornador, like I'd stop for a second because I swear I'm with you. I thought it was I thought it was EDM music too. I started like <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And it's like then he turned it off and I was like, oh, that was a tornado. Like, oh man, like it was perfect. I saw that comment going. you made and I was like, yeah, I was with you. Throw a beat on that tornado. I'm not gonna lie. Not gonna lie, I just I edited that and then did not even think about that until like my wife said something like I had I had came downstairs like oh god I showed the video and she's yeah. like why'd you make it like a song I'm like what, what, are you, what are you talking about and then she's like well, you why were, I'm, I'm like I didn't mean to do it my like, man's just, playing well you are DJ so you know well is so I was thinking about that I actually might just take the audio from that clip and then I'll put it in videos <laughs> I'll do speed it, it up and put it in videos but yeah. I have it on like I'm like, I, I did it on Premiere so I'll probably build it on there I mean uh, someone original used to audio. edit the uh, the Tornador sound into Darude Sandstorm that'd be good one audio. of the best all time build up songs right <laughs> It builds it up and then <laughs> rah, 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 rah. <laughs> love it. All right, so we've had some crazy interactions with people on the road, but what about lo lately with a local customer? Hmm. <clears throat> crazy customer stories are always fun if you got one. I don't have really many crazy customer stories anymore. Really, if it gets down to the craziest, the 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 latest, the the latest would be just a guy that he was playing a middleman trying to help somebody book an appointment, right? And that's always annoying because he's asking a question, having to relay it. And I finally get to the point where I go, listen, 
I can cover this spectrum of price to this spectrum of price. I can do whatever this guy wants. Can we just get to the point and tell me how much he wants to spend? Because that's the most annoying part for me. A lot of times is when there's that discussion about price to what do you, well, can you do this? Like, listen, just tell me how much you got budgeted to spend and I'll figure out something I can do on your car. Like, so that's about it for me. It's not overly adept in the annoying customer phase. And I bet you, you guys have a few better stories. Yeah. A uh, customer I'm with you, Marty. I haven't had a lot of crazy customer stories lately. Just people asking for free stuff at auto shows. Um, I could oh, probably no. throw in another vendor at the dealership. He started doing uh PPF even because he knew I was going to get into it for the dealership. And he went to training and now he's practicing on people's cars. Well, one of the cars came into my shop and it was peeling off and I just ram it. So I called the customer and I thought I did the right thing. I said, Hey, you know, instead of putting this coating on, you should probably bring it back to the dealer. Have it looked at. Uh, it looks like it's peeling off. No big deal. Right. Well, the guy oh, oh, came no. up to me in, in the parking lot and threatened me and said, if I don't call him first next time that he's going to get me kicked off the property and all this crazy stuff, <laughs> he was going, what? Crazy. and I just, I just told him, I said, Hey, if you found an issue with my work, I would want you to tell the customer. So the customer can come to me and I could take care of the customer. I, I don't see what I did wrong. I would want to take care of the customer. So I, I yeah, but yeah, you don't know that guy anything. Fair. Yeah, no, I was gonna say like that's probably the craziest story I got. Yeah, I I I had to keep my cool because a grown man threatening you is very hard to keep your cool. But I was in the parking lot of Porsche, you know. I tried to keep my cool. I was shaking, but I kept my cool, Ooh. and I'm just letting it play out. And it's not going to his favor so far, and I'm just letting it play out. Did they yeah. did they end up fixing the car, or you don't know? He did. But did he have yeah. to fix the car? He did? He had to fix it. And then uh, there's been almost every car since there's been issues with too. So, <laughs> like I said, I'm just letting it play out. I'm just keeping my cool, keeping my mouth shut, and just letting it play out. <laughs> he learned his lesson. Jeez. <laughs> I've got plenty of, like, bogus claims from customers that take delivery and, and think they see something and, and really it's completely nullified within about a quarter of a second. Um but the real like crazy customers are more on the service side. And I, I can't really tell those stories for the, for the privacy of that customer and, and their visits. Um, and I really don't want that, that to come back on me because these issues are very specific to certain customers. And I do not want that to come back on me. So I, I'm, I'm going to choose not to share that story and, and bounce this to, uh, to Pig Daddy. I think Pig Daddy's cleaning his car. Oh, he's there. Oh, look at that. Pig Daddy. We see him. We see the pig daddy. <laughs> yep, I was right. Um, don't really have any too crazy customer stories, I guess. I think maybe the other day, car did. He wanted me to do the paint correction, kind of buff job, shine it up, but had a uh, sun damage. I mean, all over the hood, roof, uh, tailgate. I mean, it was just kind of a shine up job, make it look a little better. <laughs> it was on an older 01 Dodge Intrepid. He, he just wants to make it look nice, have it clean for him, cheap insurance for him. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair, I don't really have any fair. crazy stories on customers and debt. Um, and I guess continue to who was that for me? 
Yeah, I, I um, I, I've I've been I've been pretty blessed with with the the clients that I've had. Um, I had I had one guy. We had we had a bunch of mutual friends in the Harley world, and uh, he hired me first to coat his bike. Um, and when when I first met him, I I kind of got a vibe like this. I felt like he was gonna be a problem, which I usually don't get with clients. It was weird. Um, and he and he was great. I coated his Harley, polished and coated it. Um, he spoke highly of me. He passed my name around, and he had me give him a price on his truck. So he had he had a brand new um, AT4 Silverado. Mm. I, I polished and coated it black. It had like 800 miles on it. He was amazed. Absolutely loved it. Left me great reviews. Posted on my my business page how great it was. Um, not too long after, he shot me a text and he's like, "Hey, um, there's there's a mark on my fender. Like, can can you take care of it or give me a price to to, to take care of it, or whatever?" So I so I told him I said, "Yeah, can you can you shoot me a couple pictures?" And he was too busy, so I couldn't send me pictures. He's like, "Oh, I, th- I think somebody bumped the shopping cart or something into it in the parking lot. I think it's rubber." I said, all right. I said, well, it can cost $50 if it's just a, a small rubber transfer. He lived pretty close to me. I could stop by. I would use some, some goo gone and, and take it off and, and neutralize it with soapy water or whatever. No big deal. Or if, it, if the panel needs to be polished, it could be $150 to $200 to polish it and reapply the coating. So he didn't, he didn't like that very much. So I said, listen, I said, well, you can, what I, what I'm going to do is if it's, if it's a rubber transfer is I, I told him exactly what I would use and what exactly what I would do. And I said, you, you can do that. It'll take you 15 minutes rather, rather than pay me to come do it. I said, I'm happy to do it, but if you're looking to save money, that's, that's exactly what you would be paying me 50 to $60 for. Um, so, he, so his attitude changed immediately. Oh, so you're, you're telling me to do it myself, this and that. So I tried to like keep it cool with them and explain that that's that's not what I'm doing. I'm trying to give him what will suit him. I'm trying to give him options to to choose what will best suit him. I'm happy to do it for him. Um, so he said, "Oh, well, if you can just come by and take a look at it." So I get there. The garage was open, so I went in, and there was a scrape down the front fender and the passenger door, like like white. It was it was deep. Um, black truck, white scrapes, not, not transfer. Like my guess is he hit something. I found out later that he, had, he has a drinking problem. Um, so my guess oh. is he probably hit something, but when I told him that it's, it's a little more extensive than just like some rubber transfer, which is clear as day, like anybody could look at it. You don't have to know about paint. You don't have to know about cars. You can tell that it's damaged. Um, so I, I gave him a price and this this guy went off and he was a big dude and i thought i was going to physically have to fight my way out of his garage um so basically we we left it with all my my buddy will do it blah 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 i said all right well for this specific coating to repair it correctly you have to be certified to apply the coating um i'm I'm happy to do the work that's the price there's no there's really not there's no there's no way i can change the price like that's what it is what it is so i left and a while later um sorry i know this is long-winded i'm in a lot of the local facebook groups and when people ask about detailing my name is brought up a lot and this guy was going and he was replying to every single person that was recommending me and he was like going off telling people i I rate i shined a rape him on the price and this and that 
forth with them a little bit, but I, I kept it professional. Um, you know, I told them like I would, if, if it was an issue with the installation or the product, I would, I would happily take care of it on me. Um, unfortunately, I can't cover damage to his vehicle that happened after the fact. Um, and I actually ended up making a lot of money because people saw the, the interaction <laughs> between him and I and how he was acting and how I was handling the situation. And it, I always try not to talk shit about like other detailers or other clients to clients. Um, but that was like the talk of the town for a, for a while from his, from his local town. When I would get clients, they'd be like, oh, what was up with that guy? And uh, it made it for some fun conversations. And I, ended up, I, th I think I made a lot of money off of those conversations with him and the public groups. That's a dub. Yeah. Good job. Good job, bro. Uh, not, knock on wood, man. I've, I've been I've been so fortunate with clients. Even people that were like super picky. Um, when I was first starting, I would kind of like dread those kinds of clients because I felt like I felt like what I the job I was gonna do wasn't good enough. But the reality is we're our own biggest critic. Like I, I've done jobs that I might walk away from and like, man, you know, I, I spend more time than I should have for what I charged, but I still feel like, man, I wish I I wish I just spent a little more time on that. But at the end of the day, they're they're ecstatic about it. It takes some communication skills to be able to like turn that crazy negative experience into more money for you and to turn that oh, into yeah. something positive. So props to you, homie. That's, that's yeah, I, I appreciate it. I yeah. Think, I think I can credit to it like of years of being passive aggressive. Uh, <laughs> so, or, or I guess they call, it, they call it gaslighting now where like I'm, I'm very good at like keeping my calm while somebody else is pissed off because I do get kind of a, not a thrill out of it, but I do get some enjoyment out of being polite and kind to somebody that's being a hundred percent. The high road feels good to be on. It, it does. Hey, it does. Oh it took, my God. Honestly, it took me a long time to get there because back when I, when I was in my twenties, like I wanted to handle everything with my hands and like, if somebody had a problem with me, well, let's handle it that way. And then I realized I got to a point in life that I realized I didn't have anything to prove to anybody in that way. And it's man, taking the high road is such a satisfying win. It's it's amazing. Hell yeah, man. Good job. Um, like a lot of the guys, my customers have been pretty good, so I really haven't had too many issues. It's all crinkly or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's it sounded like all like how about now? Yeah, great. It almost sounded like your tornador. It's, oh, yes, it's not damn. I don't know if you guys ever heard the deep fried memes, but it sounded exactly like that. Oh, oh uh, real, I, real quick before I forget after diagnosis, oh. some people with Parkinson's report losing their sense of smell years or even decades earlier. Just, oh, Lord, I thought I'd throw that out there real quick. Yo, oh, man. Whoa, 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 easy whoa, there. Whoa. I'm gonna go ahead and don't say my name after that. Uh, man. Yeah, I was gonna say, hold on, what the I, hell? Can, I can smell, but it's not great. Easy, it's I gotta keep wow. that, push that away. Oh, oh good. Yeah, oh, tomorrow good. it's gonna be Marty in a hazmat suit dancing. Oh, shit. He's like, all his videos. It's like, who the hell's the fucking Darth Vader over there? Oh, it's Marty. <laughs> I blame COVID. Mine's still jacked up. No. Yeah. Hey, what was that? Did you guys see that little press? Sometimes I just see these random things on my phone. Was it somebody in the, the U.S.? Uh, I don't know. Some part of our government has now officially made a statement that they have tracked uh, the, the release of COVID back to a lab and it did get released. Or something. I was like, what the oh, hell? 
No shite. Well, right. Well, there's part of us that go, yeah, no shite, right? But then there's part of us that go, wait, why is this now being released three years later? Like, what is in the world is the U.S. government still trying to figure this shit out? Like, oh, I I felt like everyone knew. They just didn't tell us. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, crap. I mean, what would you do if, like, you accidentally release something that's just like, oh, shit, I can't let anyone know, and then it's like, oh, by the way, there's there's millions of people in the world that are going to this is all your fault. It's like, oh, crap, well, we'll see how long we can hide it, and after a while, you just can't. Like, it's, it's like, quite obvious. All right, but there... But as far as customers, I have been no issues. I've had no issues lately. The only thing I've had a problem with is I'm like, it's funny you guys are talking about the weather app. If no, I no, weather, no. I'm not letting you skate because you still send me the messages about the dudes that keep watching you. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Elaborate. Listen, Whoa, listen. Where is this conversation going? No, no, no. no. I don't. No, listen, listen, listen. So I've been trying to like, I don't know about you guys, but I've been trying to record videos and get myself ready. And, and I don't know, it's like clockwork. I'll pull it to a customer's house and I, I fucking look over and I see the chair and I go, oh, I know what this guy's doing. He's got the chair set up. He's got his beer ready. He's going to watch me the whole time. And I go, well, maybe you'll go inside. No. The last like four or five cars, this guy was out smoking his cigarette, watching me detail. And I, I don't know about you guys, I put headphones in. And I just want to be me, one with the car, in my zone working. And also I get a tap on the shoulder. Hey, what you doing there? And I'm like, listen, I'm uh, putting the coating on. Yeah, yada, yada. And I texted Marty after the detail. I go, bro, listen, like, I tried to film. But I just think it's weird. Like, if I'm trying to film, uh, the one oh, yeah, that's the guy, weird. Well, the guy, the guy was like, I had the GoPro set up. And the, you know, at the front of it, the light blinks when it's recording. And the guy goes, what the hell is that doing? And he's like, it's the GoPro. He thought it was something to do with the coding. I'm like, no, no, it has nothing to do with the coding. It's just recording me doing it. And I'm like, so I had to cut it out of the video. And luckily, he went inside for a few minutes. But um, it was just weird. Like, I had customers just being watching. And I'm like, I don't mind people. The, that Maserati I did, the guy would come out every, like, 20 minutes. He was fine. But he would leave me alone for a little bit. But he come out and like he had a dog. He was a really old dog, but he was taking. He had to go with the dog and take it out in the yard and stuff. The dog was like fourteen years old. It was really old. So he had. It was like, I was like, all right, cool, no problem. But the last couple of cars, he just sit there and stare. I'm like, what's going on over there? But otherwise, uh, I bet you for bad. some for some old people, like uh, I bet you, it's so weird to to look out and see everybody recording their car and setting up tripods and like taking videos of themselves. They're probably looking at like, what the hell are these people doing? I, I thought you were cleaning my car. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, the old, I mean, I've had some customers where they follow me on Instagram and they think it's kind of cool. So they'll leave me alone. The one guy, he, he leaves me alone. Like he knows that I'm going to be recording and he's got, he's got cameras set up in his house. He knows I'm recording. So he loves it. He'll, he'll message me. Go, oh my God, it's such a great video. Thank you for doing my car. The guy that had that M4, he always loves watching the video. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, uh, Wes, what about you, man? Yeah. You you have any uh, crazy customers lately? 
Uh, well, most of my customers are friends and friends of friends, as you know. Yeah. I don't really, I don't do a whole lot of just. You don't want to throw them public. under the bus. <laughs> yeah, no, I will. Like some of my buddies. So it's both sides of the spectrum that kind of are not the funnest. So one side of the spectrum is, oh, whatever you think it needs. Ooh, yeah. No, no. What do you no, think no. it needs? Bruh. I'm like, well, if it was mine. If it was mine, I would, you know, I would just clean up the interior real quick, you know, not anything crazy. I'd give it a one step and I'd put tray on it if it was mine and it'll be this much. Yeah. And they're like, whoa. I'm like, well, you asked me what yeah, I would do. The same thing. Now we can step some of these things down, you know, since this is crazy now. All of a sudden, this is crazy what I would do. But, <laughs> you know, um, Cause it's like, you know me, I'm nuts. I'm going to do, I'm trying to do the best, but, um, Hey, what do you think about, is it 24? There's going to be the, what the Nismo's coming. I I don't know. I saw, I saw an advertisement. I saw some stuff. It's it's been released. (laughs) I haven't, I, I have nothing to do with Z as far as work. So, uh, uh-huh. you know, everybody's expecting that and sure. Yeah. I, yeah. So, so it's been announced. It's been announced. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I know all about it. Yeah. It'll be neat. Yeah. So it's been announced. So fill us in. Yeah. <laughs> no, Don't no exclusive. It. Jeez. We tried, didn't we? We Don't tried. We tried, Derek. We tried. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I did see an announcement. I think uh, I even saw some uh, some social media stuff of showing about it. Uh, there was even cool. somebody inside of which I've talked to a lot of people here on these episodes. The amount of time I'm spending is getting even more in the local car show clubs and the local yeah. car clubs and meeting people that you see them, you know, hanging out together. Go meet them. Go talk to them. They're going to have a Facebook group. Go get involved. Like. It's really interesting all the amount of information you can start gathering from all these people. I think one yeah. of the, I think literally the funnest one that I, I've been in, not as just a local, but is some national ones around Forza. Right. Huh. How crazy is that? But it's been super interesting to be in these Forza groups where the, then it's, the, it's so many guys. And of course they're an online car guy, but then they're a car guy in real life too. And the Forza groups are really cool yeah. to be involved with. I bet. Yeah. yeah. All right. I need one more beer. So I guess it's time though, Derek, I'm going to grab my beer. It's time to tab out. All righty guys. So, uh, now this one, I'm very interested to see what you guys are going to say. Cause I've got some tools. So what detailing item or equipment, that you no longer use that you should, and you should probably get rid of, but you can't get rid of it. Mm. And I'll, I'll, I'll go first to give an example. I still yeah. have my original Porter cable. So I'm talking like uh, 10 or 15 years ago. I still have it. And I just, for something tells me, do not get rid of it. I did take off the five-inch plate and put a three-inch plate on it, and occasionally I'll break it out, but I still have a part wheel. <laughs> and guess what? It, still works. And this, I, I, Marty, it must be 
15, 10, 15 years old. And I bought it with, with when Amazon had it with the chemical guys. It came with all the damn polishes and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it's correct. correction. Little did I know I think it ain't that powerful. But I, I, I did my one of my my own my first car. I did with that, and I thought I was the best damn detailer in the world. So I moved up to a real, um, real machine. Mm. Yeah, the port cable. I do not have mine. That would have been one. That would have been fun one to save. But my mobile porter cable went. I took it when we opened up the car wash. Uh, we used it uh, in the car wash, so it it got destroyed. Yeah. Oh, damn. yeah, I don't. There's no way I still have that. But I no, I don't even have. I thought for a second I might have my original Cyclo, but I don't have oh, it either. Oh God, I don't have it either. Yeah. Oh gee. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I've only seen a few of those. Jeez. Yeah. Muscle. I used to here. love the Cyclo, but then it turned into mostly just a carpet cleaning machine. Yeah. But I don't even have it, but I wish I did. Th- those were cool. Those were really cool. Uh, for me, I'm going to go and I listen. This is hilarious. Sorry, Chris Medcalf over at Flex. Uh, he at a detail fest. It would have been, geez, uh, was that been like 2018, 17, something like that. When Flex came out with the uh, the rotary that has the, all the little small little attachments and you can put in these little, got it. you know, uh, oh, you have it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've got Listen, it. Listen, I I burned, which I've shared. This is the ultimate greatest mistake that I have that got fixed by a, a a guy that was working for me, and so glad that he fixed it. But I I burned an '87 Grand National that Ooh. was like '53 number '53, and I burned behind that scoop the with scoop, it because yeah. because I was a, he I had just got it, and I was like, hey, I, we were done with the car, and I was like. Oh, I forgot this little spot. And there's like, literally, it's like a one inch, two inch little uh, by maybe like 10. Right. And I was like, oh, let me just grab this real quick. No, burned it. Fortunately, I didn't burn it too bad that we could push the the, the, the paint over because this was single stage and you could, I didn't go too far with it. So we were able to, to manicure it back together. Uh, Cody saved my life on that. But that was that's the tool that I never I, I I one more time picked it up and never have picked it up since then. It's just sitting in the bottom of the uh, shelves. I'll I don't know that I'll ever use it again. <laughs> it's bad juju now. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, just man. I mean, what do you need a you know a half inch diameter <laughs> rotary? Like it just it's just yeah it's bad news. I I just I don't think I'll ever use it again. I won't. Uh, I don't know. Good question though, Derek. I like it. Yeah, I, I have a few things still from when I started. Um, I finally busted one out the other day for one of my helpers. I still have my original Harbor Freight rolling stool from when I first started my mobile detailing business. Ooh. It, yeah, it's uh <laughs> spotty spots that I had to like tape and duct tape together and you know, I had to replace the wheels a few times, but that's still sitting there along with a, a bag, my rotary I found from Harbor Freight that I started with. Um, those things are probably what I need to get rid of. And then I, for everyone that loves Ryobi, I know Dustin's not here. I still have Ryobi tools from when I opened the business. Like, they're still going today. I still use them every day. Yeah. I got to put my, my flex rotary as a... um 
probably a, a second place, you know, close contender. I still use it like once a year just because it has the capability to do the one inch. Um, but it has, or it came with an extension plate on it. So for things like back slats on like a 986, not, excuse me, not a 986, um, a 996, 911, it can be really helpful for, for tiny little areas like that. But I bought a PXC80, you know, the Flex battery polisher that does three inch, one inch rotaries, uh, three mil and 12 mil. But it doesn't have an extension. But the PXC80 is like way more versatile. So I just use it for pretty much everything. But I, I tried to convert uh, my Griot six inch into a, a, a three inch machine. And the backing plates that you can get for that are like garbage. They don't hold on the pads at all. Um, they just throw the pads everywhere and the pad just vibrates like hell. And it's just, it's just useless, really. I, again, I, another reason why I bought the, the PX80 because it has a good three inch backing plate on it. And you can cut just as much with that as you could with, with the corded griots converted to three inch. Um, but it's just sitting around in case something shits the bed. Um, but I would not feel that if I just tossed that a hundred percent. I might put a brush on it at some point and like scrub carpets with it, but I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't feel it if it was gone. I tried to convert my machine too before Nick, and that is a machine I still have is McGuire's MT100. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. oh my I tried God. to convert that to a three inch. And like you said, my whole body's vibrating when I tried to use it. It just doesn't work forever. right, man. <laughs> Wait, you guys didn't they use them to outright like you guys didn't you guys didn't use them to vibrate the carpets to make the sand come up? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I have to I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still running the harbor freight buffer for now. I probably need to upgrade eventually, but it works. <laughs> you do. Um as far as detail tools, I'm kind of fresh, so I don't have much that I got rid of. One thing I was looking around in my garage, something I don't really use anymore. I guess that pet hair removal thing you put on your vacuum that pulls some pet hair. For the most part, I just use a stone anymore. So I never, that's one tool I don't ever use really. Probably ought to just get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, but that's true. A lot of those like entry level vacuum kits or whatever have this like pet hair removal tool. You usually put it on one time and you realize this, I don't think is really doing anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fine stuff now is going to work well. Hair. Alex, what'd you say? They just end up getting clogged up with pet hair because that thing spins, or you get you get the human hair in there. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, oh, oh, God. You know, it's funny. Like, I don't want to get off topic, but I, I charge extra for pet hair. Like, I'm sure everybody does. But there, I, I'll get oh, a yeah. car every once in a while, and I'm like, motherfucker, I need to charge extra for human hair, too. <laughs> Listen, like if we go back like i don't know maybe a year or so now ago that i i said that single women have the dirtiest cars i stand by that 100 percent. and and human hair has been a huge issue what about that stain on the back of the headrest those are always fun dude i had a bad one the other yeah. day yeah i just had one today working I, had, I had a bad one I've, I've been doing a lot more like higher end cars and and like enthusiast cars, people that bring their cars to car shows and stuff like that. But then every once in a while, I get one of those nasty ones that just like to bring, like it brings me back. 
And well, now, it's, it's uh, not even the nasty ones. There's just some of those seats and some of the people and, you know, the way they are that yeah. everything's not too bad, but then there's just this cake on there, man. Yeah. There's just this big stain right on the seat, you know, and it's yeah. like, Oh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> how, do, how do people not like, how do I, I get like, you know, as, as like when you're with somebody, you don't notice that they grow and in cer certain situations you might, things get dirty and you don't notice it because it's progressive over time. But how do you not notice a huge brown, like it's not even a stain, it's 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 caked on there. Like you can you can take a plastic razor blade and scrape that shit off. Oh, oh man, dude, I'm found. I don't know about you guys up on there. That, that's the kind of stuff I worry about breathing in. <laughs> shit like that, and like I I don't know about you guys, but every time I've seen that in cars, I just think of the movie coming to America. When uh, they all get up off the couch, oh, when, uh, when they had, when they have like the was it yeah, the, yeah. the you know what I'm talking about? And then the stains are all on the wall. <laughs> Every time I did a I did a uh, uh, I used to do cars for a um, a body shop that was buying like these auction cars. They were always junk, like just horrible. Like I had one where the guy dumped the whole charcoal grill in the back seat, and I had to suck all the charcoal out and stuff. And oh. all over the back of a, each seat, of the driver's seat, the passenger seat, was just a brown stain. And the guy's like, I don't know what happened with the headrest. I'm like, I don't have the headrest. So, <laughs> and like, I'm sitting there sucking it out, like, with the extracting those brown. Like, I was like, I, this is disgusting. Like, I just kept thinking of the axle grease just coming out. And I'm like, oh, nasty. They, they are nasty. That, that and like in makeup, but it makes for a such satisfying cleaning. Like, the, the so makeup on the turn signal and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't, really, I don't yeah. really have any tools that that are old that I don't really use. I bought one of the Tornadors that has a vacuum attachment for like probably 150 bucks. I think I used it a couple of times. I don't really, it works, it works good, but it's not something that I, I grab. Um, my biggest thing is I have a shit ton of, of Chemical Guys products that I bought when I first started and I was trying every product I could get my hands on. And it's like, I, I, at first I kept them even after I found better products. Cause I was like, Oh, I'll just, I'll use these until they run out. But in reality, I'm going to use the shit that works faster and better over that. So it ended up sitting and then I, I like grouped it all together once and I was ready to throw it out. And I was like, you know what, maybe I'll throw it on Facebook marketplace cheap. So I don't, so I don't throw it out. And then I never posted it. And then I went back on the shelf and I'm pretty sure it's still in the shop. I'm still on a gallon of chemical guys, tire shine from 2016. Yeah, I, I, I like VRP is what is one product from them that I do I do like, and I, I like their I like their air freshener scents. Not that Marty would know what they smell like. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The callback. Nice. That nice. it, it's that they're the brand that everybody seems to hate, but they also love. It, they're a very interesting brand and. Probably have surpassed. I, I really wonder if they surpassed McGuire's now. Oh, Marty. Uh, I, I, I think 100 percent so. had to 100%. a long time ago, right? It's They've got to be the most dominant chemical brand in the industry. I would well, that, that's the thing. They're not to me, they're not they're not a chemical company, they're a marketing company. Yeah, they're, well, but they're a chemical. I mean, they 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 yeah. they're a chemical company, but yeah, what they no, do but, so well at is marketing. The marketing is right? like Yeti yeah. coolers. Yeti yeah. coolers didn't develop that technology. They're not the best performing in that class, but their marketing is absolutely on point. Um, and and I, I'm That's not sure. There's, there's chemical guys products like they're I think it's invisible clean. I love I love that shit. That stuff. 
I always keep some on hand. And if there's there's shit that's stubborn, that always seems the. You got to respect anybody that starts a business and grows it. Right. First of all, and then to grow it to that level, like it, Paul, well done. You know, he did a great job. I I agree. And then there's so many people that that just want to hate on that. Like, like the hate on Greg, right? Exactly. That's what's funny about Greg. I, I like Greg and he's a like, funny dude, but oh, the guy, they hate on him too, don't they? And I, I made a post the other day and a lot of people that are in the detailing industry that, that have started in the last, with like three to five years, probably watched his fucking videos to learn how to detail. I did. I, I did. I did, too. I did. Yeah. And you, so so there, there's Greg and then there's Facebook Greg. Facebook Greg. Facebook Greg. It's Even hilarious like sometimes, but I like Greg, Greg. Greg's a good guy and he's successful. He knows he's doing something right. He's he's doing it in a way that nobody else does it. It's something. It's a way that people aren't used to seeing, and people people want to hate on him for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. All right, Wes, tab out. What's your tab out answer? Uh, well, mine kind of got spoiled right away. It's not a porter cable, but it is a Harbor Freight that used to be a six inch that got turned into a three inch for like sanding headlights and whatnot that vibrates like a jackhammer, you know, (laughs) but it never stopped working. Eventually got, it eventually got replaced by uh, uh, a Rupus three inch. Um, It's way smoother, but I have every machine that they have in that three inches. I love it. It's, it doesn't vibrate at all. Um, so yeah, that, that, that Harbor Freight six inch that they got turned into a three inch is still in my, uh, it's still in my cabinet that has my polishers in it at the, on the bottom shelf. And then also I have my six inch Harbor Freight rotary that I bought in 2009 when I first uh, decided to try to polish a car after I jacked up my black 240SX um, uh, wiping pollen off of it with detail spray and a microfiber. Yeah, you so, guys talking about your polishers. I'm making like I'm, I don't even have, I was going to ask Shaw what his, uh, if he still has his first rotary. I, I, oh, yeah. every single machine that I, I had as a mobile guy, I took into the car wash. Like, <laughs> I, I supplied my detail shop. So mine are all gone. Like I don't have my first one. So I just keep it for no reason. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. As Wes was talking about it in my head, I'm thinking like, I could probably, I could, I could see it. I could probably do like, yeah, I could see it. That's why I asked you. Yes. That's why I asked you. Cause I could see it. I was like, yeah, Shaw's thinking through it. I could probably literally just put them all together and watch my progression of polishers. Cause I think I still have like my, sh- I had a sure hold the boat dual action. That oh my out. God. The sure hold. I had, I got that in my garage right now. Like I had, uh, I think I bought an uh, Adams, which eventually I just got the Mac shine. Like I've a bunch of different ones. I, I still have the, the Mac shines that actually say shine master on them. Oh, when they first mm. came to the U.S., yeah. when, the, when they had the two different lines, they had the regular, and I'm like, and I show people, like, what's that? I go, it's, it was the Mac Shine was originally called before they turned everything to Mac Shine. Does anyone else here yeah. use VRG, the 3401 Flex, the Beast? Yeah, I haven't, I've, but I mean, I, I, have, just, um, yeah, I just, 
I haven't used I have it. used it. I still have the same one I've been using for like four to five yeah. years. My, it's, mine's the crap. same one too. And I've I, never I had a single it. problem with mine. I know. I still use it almost every day. It's crazy. Yeah. I haven't I had to buy another polisher since. Yeah. Mine's like every other year, but <laughs> it's a good machine. who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> good machine. <laughs> Yeah, good tab out question, Derek. Liked it, man. Really enjoyed it, guys. Thanks so much for having a beer with me, Brandon. Appreciate it, man. Good to see you, Pig Daddy. Thanks for uh, tagging us along in your detail. Really enjoyed it. Cooking with Nick. It's underscore grooms. Everybody can go check it out. Always a pleasure, man. Alex, Appreciate good to it. see you again, brother. Thanks for coming nice on. And, uh, Wes, it's always an a alarm. I have my alarm set for 15 minutes before, and every time it goes off, I'm in the middle of something. So I'm going to start sending it, setting it earlier in the day so I make sure I'm around. Hey, Hell listen, yeah. man. We're going to hold you to it. All right, man. Careful. <laughs> Careful. Don't be talking that noise. I'll we'll hold you to week. it. All right, guys. Thanks so much for having a beer. Wes, man, great to see you, brother. Hey, what are you sipping on there? Uh, Voodoo Ranger Fruit Force IPA. Oh, that's the one. Tastes like it tastes like beer and Hawaiian punch punch mixed together. (laughs) And it's like it's like nine and a half. Yeah, nine and a half percent. (laughs) Yeah, I need to try some of that. (laughs) No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be hammered next Wednesday. Yeah, I was gonna say, I remember the last podcast we got to work. I was like, holy shit, on again. Yeah, we had that, was it about a month ago or so? About and then a month you had ago. it the week after, and yeah, it's it's literally is you're right. It's like beer and fruit punch, and it's crazy. Huh. It's oh, a crazy. one that feels like it. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a rough stuff. That's where Nick makes fun of me on all my fruity beers. So I'm glad you can stand up. There we go. Go Nissan team. Team, team Nissan. That's what they're going to call us as the fruit forest now. Hey. No, no. I'm cutting you guys off on that one. No. I'll oh, see you guys. God. Have a good night. See ya. <laughs> Hey, community, another fun episode. Thanks for being part of the community pub. Fun tab out question. I bet you you listened to that tab out question. You started thinking about some things that you don't use anymore that you had to have. Hey, so go to the HyperClean Specialist Group on Facebook. You'll find Derek's question when he talks about the episode. Go in there, leave your comment. We'd really like to hear from you. What have you put down that you haven't really picked back up in detailing? (laughs) Hey, this is Marshall. Make it a great day.